Do you hear the... Hello? Hello? Hi, I'm Aristotle Full Throttle. It's the Aristotle Full Throttle Show. Hosted by yours truly, Startle. My name... <clears throat> you can call me Startle. Startle. Aristotle. That's my... That's my Halloween name. Uh, you know, you just make it up. Hi, how are you? I should have combed my face before I came on the air today. Welcome to the show. Today we're just going to do AMA. Ask me anything. We'll talk. We'll chat about it. I don't know what you think about what's going on. Right now the top trends are like Amber Heard is trending. Did you guys know about that Amber Heard is being sued right now? Did you guys know about that? Amber Heard is also counter-suing. Did you hear about that? She's suing a counter. And uh, it's kind of ridiculous. It's ridiculous. See if I can widen that angle. Nope, that's the best we could do. I might have to get the wide angle. Maybe I'll just play guitar. Maybe we'll just hang out. Hello, doing some folky sounding open chord stuff, you know, you know, riffing, jamming. Uh, what, what, what is it? Why is it called jamming? That's a question, right? Ask me that question. I wonder. Go ahead, ask me anything. I'll, I'll chat with you. It's fine. <clears throat> Not that I'm that interesting. I just think it'd be a good conversation starter. Ask me anything, and why don't you go ahead and ask me where I got this haircut, and I'll tell you the bathroom uh, you know I realized I don't have to play the actual tracks I'll play them on guitar the what songs that I want to do because they're copywritten. The or the actual recordings are copywritten by those bands, so I can't play the recordings, the master recordings. We talked about that with Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift technically doesn't make any money off the old recordings of her songs. So if you listen to the new recordings of the songs, the re-recordings, she's making all that money on those. So you know, that's what the record industry tries to do. The record industry. And I say record not like as a, listen to this record. Listen to this vinyl record. I mean like the recording industry. They make recordings of people. And I find that it's very fascinating. People deserve royalties and residuals for their performances. You know why? Because you've recorded their performance. You've recorded their act. You've recorded what they do individually that you would have to pay to see them do in person. So, when you're listening to it, 
wherever you are on the radio or any platform that's like public or something like that, the artists ought to be paid. That's just what I'm saying. You can reproduce their performance as many times as you like. If you're a network or a record label, you just got to pay them. That's all. You got to pay them for their unique ability, their unique performance. I would play it. Yeah. I'll just play a bunch of uh, old rock and roll songs. Or make them up as I go. Very majory. Where did jamming come from, though? Jam. Jam is like what you make with uh, berries. You mash them up, mashed berries. I'm just going to futz around until I find something, until we start a conversation. Otherwise, I'll just be playing guitar with you. Hang it out here. Uh, welcome to Aristotle Full Throttle Unplugged. Aristotle Unthrottled. Unbottled. That's what we're going to call this. Aristotle Unbottled. Uh-oh. Can't do that, can we? That We mustn't do that. Hello. Welcome. Welcome to Aristotle's open mic night. <laughs> this is goofy. Uh... Better be goofy than Pluto. Oh, man. Imagine Pluto. Remember Pluto? Uh, so much easier to play guitar when uh, it stays still. <laughs> I'm just fixing a frame here. Do I need to? No. But do I? Am I a perfectionist? Maybe. Maybe. There we go. I just, I can't see you. It's like that Sum 41 video. Remember that one? That's good. I'm... I'm just going to hang out and play guitar. Like I'm the piano man. Sorry that the the, the image isn't level. I'm not going to fix that. Because if I touch the camera again, everything will fall apart. Uh You gonna sing it? Sing it at home. Oh boy, can't. I don't like being out of focus. It's not good. It's not good for the eyes. Here, let's try this. Yeah, we we did it. We've achieved. We've achieved chaos. Pure chaos. Mm. 
well, maybe you'll just tune in for the sounds, the, the dulcet sounds of the tone of my voice and also... stuff like that you guys remember this one that was one of my favorites i loved that one since i was a kid Thank you. You've just tuned into Mario, Super Mario, and Ultra Super Duper Mario. Um, super, super dare die team. Any requests? Uh, I'll play them on the guitar for you. Maybe. Or I'll try. play any more Ted Nugent I promise that's all the Ted Nugent you get today I've I've reached my daily allotment of Ted Nugent baby I got the live streaming blues that's right ain't no one gonna be tuning in they ain't gonna ask me no questions <laughs> oh this one's good this one's a classic one this is Adam West and I have a question for you, Riddler. Riddle me this. How come you don't have a question for me? Batman. 
What's the what's the last chord? I don't know. Shout it out if you know it. Tell, stop me if you've heard this one. I, I'm gonna just officially play "Stairway to Heaven" every single time. It's a quiet day. It's a nice quiet day. It's a beautiful day here on Long Island, hanging out, attending many appointments. I hope that your various appointments are going well. Going. Stairway. You can get this one. And the lots of all the old hits. Only nine ninety nine. You're gonna get all the classics. play drums now. Always stairway. Cut to the good part. <laughs> if there's a hedgerow and something, there's, a, there's something about a stairway to heaven. That's got to be at least 153 steps. Yeah, you know, the classics. We got them all. You could just order this on Columbia for one penny, and you get 12 CDs for one penny, and also you end up spending $800 somehow. (laughs) Somehow later they charge you for $800.
It's fun. It's fun being in the 90s. You ever been in the 90s? It's fun. Um, <clears throat> you ever been in the 2000s? It felt weird. I was listening to, I was in a store the other day and they were playing some emo stuff and I was like, oh man, I remember emo. I remember um, playing emo. Lots of emo, you know. Got out of play bone song. That's how you play it. You guys know it? I just need some time to think. I just need some time to work it all out tonight. You in the back. For the emo kids. kids
Remember James Brown? He would have fined me. He used to fine his band if they messed up. They messed up, he said. I'll dock your pay. It's another Let's Up song. From the bridge. That's actually. How does it go? has a very high action on it so I'm straining to play it a little bit if you guys can see the strings are very far away from the neck so you gotta press harder you gotta press harder you can't be you can't be a wimp about it you gotta hold those strings down a little extra effort a little extra E for effort Sound good though. Look at this guitar. Despite it being my brother's. It's my brother's guitar. Brother Ricky. So I was. My parents keep it at the, their house. I'm the only one who plays it. <laughs> but it's Ricky's guitar. Don't touch it! Anybody have any questions, anything that you want to talk about today? I'm happy to talk about your your, your worries, your problems, your your likes, your dislikes, your your candies. What's your favorite candy? Do you like English toffee? That's my favorite. I could eat a whole English toffee. I'm like English toffee nuts. two songs one of which is a veda song the other song is a tool song you figure it out 
<laughs> I'm serious. One of these, which guy, this is one. I'll play it in time. That's one riff, and this is the other riff. That's two. Which one? Which one is Tool? <laughs> and which one is Veda? Uh, I challenge you. That's the challenge for today. That's that's it. I hope you're banging your head against your desk if you're at work or something like that, because that's what rock and roll was made for. Banging your head. Just bang your head until your neck hurts, and maybe you get a slip disc. Then you know you're doing it right. I got you, captive. You're a captive audience. Thank you. Or am I a captive host? <laughs> Somebody write that one down. I won't. It's a hard dude to play on this guitar. That's on the soundtrack for Phenomenon. Something like a Phenomenon, baby. 
took a nap earlier because I was tired. Cool story, bro. If I could change the world. You know the song? It's Babyface and Eric Clapton. I would be the sunlight in your universe. I always like those chords. You would be the something I don't know the words. Babyface. Edmonds. Uh, also Eric Clapton. Eric Racist Clapton. Um, funny he's a blues player and he's so racist. Yo, Eric Clapton, you know where the blues came from though, right? Just FYI, just checking. Eric Clapton, all that money you made, um, the blues where you... Which is fine, I don't really care about cultural appropriation. If you can play the blues, you can play the blues. I just don't think he plays the blues all that great. He's just like... Uh, 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 start again. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Just your foolish pride. So gripping. Hey, Penny. Colonizers can be pretty effing racist. Be it land or forms, they are pillaging. So much pillaging. I can't stand the pillaging. All this pillaging, guys. Quit it with the pillaging. We've had enough of the pillaging. Ugh. Get so frustrated having to clean up after all the pillaging. You can't get out of your country until you straighten up all that pillaging. It's so pillaged in here. Can you pillage a village? Probably. Oh, remember that song? Remember that one? You, oh, you might guys, you guys might remember this one. That's my favorite. Oh, Penny. I remember that one. Um, I'm just playing guitar today. So it's been a, it's been a day, you know. I had to go to an education meeting today. I had to learn about a lot of stuff, a lot of serious stuff today. We, we was learning. I wrote a lot of notes. I wrote down notes today. I haven't written notes, and I only play notes. I don't write them. And uh, it was. Um, it's intense. It was like campers, you know, intense. Let's see. I love that you remember. <laughs> yeah, oh, yes, of course. 
<laughs> like the song. It's a good song. Uh, Chris Janu be damned. I like that song. I like that band. <laughs> they're not. They're not bad. Except Ed Kowalczyk. So what if he's in a cult? Who cares if he's in a cult and goes to that cult each year to play these songs and everybody like gathers around barefoot? This is true. I actually went. I dated a lady. I dated a lady uh, a few years ago. Briefly, we hung out, uh, and she she was in that cult. I am not joking. She was like, I used to go to the the, the Rashish. I forget what it's called. I'm just making up sounds, words that are probably stereotypically not. But it sounded like that. If I heard the name again, I would remember. Uh, she was uh, in the cult when she's like, listen, I grew up. She's not American, but she would. She has an accent. I'm not going to replicate the accent but because I can't. Not just because I can't, because I won't. Um. But she said, uh, yeah, you know, the, you know, we, we bonded over that band we, a lot. We were, like, really into that band. And then she was like, yeah, and then he came and we saw, oh, so, I'm sorry, then he came to the to the ashram and he started playing and we it was just beautiful. I could see the light coming from him. And I said, okay, well, check, please, waiter. Hey, Ange, how are you? Ange, do you have any requests? Uh, oh, you want to hear... Uh, Ride the Lightning by Metallica? Okay. No. I don't know how to play that song. I don't know how to play any songs. Actually, I play the drums now. This was a favorite. So close, no matter how far. So close, no matter how far. It sounds like every lyric, uh, you know, when you're angry, you're like, you're far, but you're close. You're big, but you're small. <laughs> Other lyrics, the bands sing. I always, I like it funny when, the, I like it funny. I like it when Bjork sings, because I remember I used to make fun of her. She's an incredible artist, she used, but she's like, I am running. But I have no legs. I am falling, but I am still. You know, it would be like, it would be like that. That's how she, she go. That's a very pretty chord progression. Congratulations, Metallica. You've impressed me. <laughs> Metallica, carry on. Do what you do. I like what I like what you're doing. Keep it going. I think you're gonna be a star someday, Metallica.
Here's a fun fact. There's a... A lot of people play this riff like this. Wait. But it's actually played like this. I messed up. As opposed to... Here's the difference. Uh, it's a pre- it's a pretty subtle difference, and if you ever hear someone who's like, who's like, "Oh, I like to play Enter Sandman," just go, "You're playing it wrong," just because they're probably playing it wrong. Because it goes, uh, the the br- the brilliant part about James, Hed- the cool thing about this song that I like the most. Welcome to Ricky Beats analyzes songs. <clears throat> you might know Rick Beato, Rick Beato, the musician on uh, the interwebs who takes songs and says, "You know what I love about this song." This song go like this. I dropped my pick. Which ruined my bit. Where's the pick? Oh, there it is. One of my favorite things is uh, when people say, do you ever lose your pick in your guitar? I'm like, you know, yes, but also no. It's very easy. I've I've demonstrated how you can get that pick out in one move. It's actually, you get used to it. But, uh, Anyway, Ricky Beats, Ricky Be- Rick Beato on the internet is like, hey, I like when the song goes like this. <laughs> I messed that up. <laughs> He'll be like, hey, you know the song? It goes, it's so great. Thank you. Pay me. Um, he's got like millions of subscribers. And he just goes, what I love about this song is it goes like this. I love it. It's great. That's what makes this song great. Uh, I don't think... I find it funny that he says, that's what makes the song great. Cause he, and then he just plays all the riffs from the song and then says, that's why the song is great. And then the song goes like this. And then the song goes like that. And I'm like, but why, though, Rick? Why, Rick? You said, this is what makes this song great. Trademark. What makes this song great? Trademark. Or whatever. And I'm like... You didn't tell me why it's great. You just played all the parts, Rick Beato. But I'm Ricky Beats. I'll explain why this is great. I'll explain why this is great. Ricky Beats, that's me. See, I'm his alter... I'm his nemesis. Uh, James Hetfield, the lead singer and rhythm guitar player for Metallica. He holds the, this two strings like this. And they both ring out. They both sustain. The whole time. A lot of people just go... James Hetfield, if you look at it, he's holding the strings weird so he can r- let it ring out. You see, they're still playing. They're still ringing. As opposed to... It's still staccato, it's legato. That's Italian. Four heavy metal uh anyway that's why it's great it's real. listen i'm struggling there's a real reason i'm struggling playing this guitar because there's a like the action on the guitar is very very far away from the neck so i'm having to hold the strings down i'm not strong enough the strength wasn't in me the whole time um 
But that's what that makes that's what makes that song. This note stays ringing. Pretty cool. And that's what makes this song great. Subscribe. Uh, any requests, any comments, any questions, you can go ahead and ask anything. Talk to me about what's, how your day is going. We can talk about colonizers. That's what I liked about the movie Black Panther. I saw the movie Black Panther at the Cinerama Dome in Hollywood, California. Hollywood, Los Angeles, Los Angeles, Southern California, California. Earth. United States Earth. Um, United States, North America, Earth. I don't know. These are arbitrary. These are arbitrary borders. <laughs> uh, I live in the, yeah, Los Feliz, Hollywood. I could just keep going down to living, residing within my skull. Um, that's just some, that's just fun. You know, it's just fun. It's just heavy. I like heavy metal. It's very cathartic. Heavy rock music. It's nice. It's nice. Put it on. It's like a nice. Uh, it's like a nice back rub. Um, oh, why though? Says, I got funny looks from colonizers because I had a bright gold and black Malcolm X shirt on the big old black X on front. Well, they're going to say, I love King's X. Good band. Sorry about that. You got a funny looks from the colonizers. Ooh. You know, Hold on a second. I did the wrong thing. That sounds better. Um, this song. This song is cool. People might disagree. I'll play it for you. We're gonna name that tune. Which song? Is a tool song and which song is a Veda song? I'll play you the riffs. This is riff one. That's riff one, riff two is. Do you know your Veda songs? (laughs) That's what we're playing today. Um, it was older colonizers and they were old enough to have seen him on TV. Didn't they just finally discover who killed him? Because it's kind of a mystery. There's like a bunch of people that came out of the audience, shot him on stage and then ran away and they really, did they ever, did they ever find those guys? Those assassinators. 
two. That is correct. And you are correct. You are correct. It's a song called Malaria. Very approachable title. singer it out you can probably listen to that nowhere because we never recorded it we only sort of recorded it uh somewhere you probably find it somewhere i don't know maybe live we actually did record that song with this dude jason casaro who is a who was an engineer on the album super unknown by the sound gardens and uh and uh i just never liked the way it sounded I just never liked it. He kept pushing our singer to sing like more, kept pushing him to the limit of his vocals, and he just was peaking. He was just rubbing against the tap the whole time, and it just was uncomfortable sounding. It didn't. I never liked it. Didn't like the way it came out. So I said no. I said no. We're not gonna release that. I don't like it. It's not perfect. Uh, hello, Gregorio Salamanca. El. What's today's mathematics? I think we're talking about uh, algebra today, which is nice. It's very useful. Use it almost every day. You know what my favorites mathematics are? What are your favorite mathematics? Here's a fun one. Mathematics is a Greek word that ends in S, like politics. Like uh, it's not a plural. I guess politics is can be. No, 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 politics is a thing that ends in S. There are words that happen to end in S, like boss, for instance. So when the people from the UK and uh, the subjects of the Queen say maths, and they say, oh, I like maths, I enjoy maths, they're incorrect. But again, it doesn't matter, because if you say things long enough, it's a word. So when they say maths... It's incorrect because it's not a plural. Mathematics is not a plural. It's just a singular that ends in an S. Because I guess the assumption is mathematics is a set. It's like a group of things, a grouping of a plural. Like there's a one mathematic and another mathematic, and together they are mathematics, but it's not, not so. Mathematics is one umbrella. Just a little fun thing that you accidentally learn here at Aristotle Full Throttle. It's my job. It's my job to be here every day. And, you know, let's make it your job to listen. 
Uh, you don't have to. I mean, what I've got to do is have more guests. I'm going to have some more guests eventually. <laughs> Who wants to be on the show? Who would like to be having a chat? Because listening to people chat is way more fun than listening to someone explain mathematics. Accidental education. Accidentally informative is one of one of the is my motto. Uh, deliberately stupid and accidentally informative. That's this show. In a nutshell. <laughs> um, <clears throat> hey Ant, what are you up to? Penny, what you doing? What you doing over there? Gregorio? Let's talk. Gregorio, I think you're in LA. You're an actor, I believe. Actor as well. I got an audition, actually. I got an audition. It's due Thursday. I got it yesterday. I'm working on it. Been working out my character, trying to understand my backstory, sort of. I mean, it's a first time audition, so I just kind of like, I don't know. Like, I put, I put work into it, but I don't, like, go crazy on it. You just got to do what comes naturally first time around so that this is my way of working anyway. The reason why I feel like I got all those commercials recently was because I just didn't care. <laughs> I was like, I don't care about this. Once you care about something, people can tell and they're like, ooh, get away. If you want something, if you chase something, if you if you go after something, the something is like, no. But if you're aloof and you genuinely have no full investment in something that's outside of your own interests... People are attracted to that. They tend to be like, oh, you know, this guy's got his own podcast. <laughs> that's, that's, I'm attracted to that. I would like to hire him for jobs to say words and do things, which is acting. And just cleaning the dishes. Well, I'm glad this is the show for it. This is the show you have on in the background where you do your dishes. I, I, I appreciate that. If you need a reader, virtually I'm available. Yep. I'm in Khalifa territory. Where's Khalifa? Um, Khalifa Farms. Are you doing any in-office auditions yet or just self-tapes? This happens to be a self-tape cur- currently. I'm in New York. This happens to shoot in New York. My agent over at Commercial Talent or CTA, CTA for theatrical agent, they um, have been kind enough to source... New York, uh, shoot things that are shooting in New York and auditions that are shooting in New York while I'm in New York. Because I'm not sure you know this, but I'm in New York indefinitely uh, taking care of a family situation. And I'm going to be here for a while. So, and hopefully everything resolves for the better. And uh, so I'm going to be here and I will do the local auditions and perhaps work in New York, which is which is great. It's not like I'm in Pennsylvania. Not that there's anything wrong with Pennsylvania. But Wilkesbury, Wilkesbury, don't go there. I'm kidding. Or am I? And thank you for the offer, Gregorio. I'll let you know. This role happens to be across um, a love interest, so that might be 
fun to hear a masculine voice. Gregorio. Um, be very romantic. Actually, I do have someone who offered to read with me on this one, but I will keep you in mind, Gregorio Salamanca. I will consider that. Thank you for that offer. That's good practice. Uh, and especially back when I'm back in uh, L.A., we could do some, like, um, you know, tapes. We can... Because uh, I really wanted to start turning out original content on on all of the platforms. I'm, I'm slowly working my way back to it. I've, it's been a... I don't know if you know this, but it's been a rough couple of years um, <laughs> for everyone. So... Uh, I'm trying not to be too hard on myself about like productivity and stuff. I was pretty productive at the beginning of this whole thing and before this whole thing. And, you know, I think a lot of us were, and then I kind of had to refigure life and redo life and create new habits and create, and I think I'm speaking for a lot of people when I say this, I think a lot of people can identify with this. I had to redo things so that I could adjust to the environment and now the environment is changing again. We're not going back to anything, by the way. A lot of people were like, I can't wait till things go back to normal. I can't wait till things go back to normal. And I'm like, things don't go backwards. We just keep changing forward. So we're going to have a new normal. And this is it for now. It's not perfect. It's never been. And then we'll have a new normal after that. So trying to readjust to the new normal... I noticed I have a lot of uh, actual social anxiety now, which is, I used to love it. If you look at my Instagrams and stuff, I'm like always at parties and I'm always <laughs> at like conventions. VidCon is actually coming up next month. Comic-Con is the following month. I love, go- like I like being in a crowd, talking to people. And then I think being holed up just uh, affected not the ability to do that, but the willingness <laughs> to do that. <laughs> The comfort level to do that. Uh, my comfort level is uh, around people. Uh-oh, people. Around people that I don't know is not what it used to be. I, used to, I mean, I feel like <coughs> I feel like I'm co- coughing on something. Never eat a handful of peanuts before you go talking for an hour on a show. Uh, that's my advice. That is also accidental informatively informative. Accidental information. Gregory Samuel says, El says, I miss NYC. I did the rounds there in the 90s, early 2000s. Did you ever get a car before you left for New York? Um, did you ever get a car? I did get a car. I got the car I wanted. I'm very psyched about it. I was, I got a uh, Toyota RAV4 hybrid. Um, and I freaking, it's 2021. And I freaking love it. And that's the you know, the only thing I miss. I was just telling this to my mom the other day. I said, the only thing I miss about L.A. is driving my new car. <laughs> that's like the, like, currently. I feel like I'm decompressing right now. I'm taking a step away from Los Angeles because Los Angeles is a working town. A lot of my friends moved out of the town. My friend Lee is threatening to leave. Lee, don't go. A lot of, a lot of my good friends that I hang out with, they they just left. I feel abandoned. So I'm leaving L.A. for a while. And I noticed this a lot about people who live in L.A. They, like, leave for a month or two because you have to. You just got to decompress, get away from it all. Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. Um, and uh, so a lot of times 
people just leave for a month or two. And I never really did that the last 10 years. I've only left for a week or two. But I'm leaving for... This is... Officially, I'm... I've left Los Angeles for two weeks and four days so far. It feels like a year. <laughs> but I think I might need it a year. Um, oh, thanks, Ange. Hugs back at you. Um, no bugs, though. I'm not going to throw bugs at you. That's gross. Uh, yeah, so I don't know if, you, if you're feeling that or or not, but that's what I'm feeling. I do like my car, yeah. I miss my car. I just love driving it. I actually, just, the first week I got it, the second week I got it, I drove all the way up to Oregon and hung out in Oregon for a few days. And uh, it's got one of the, it's got like a, my mother showed this to me the other day too. I've spent a lot of time with my mom lately. Uh, she showed me a a really cool attachment for the back of the RAV4 where you can, it's like a tent. You could put like a tent on the back of your car. So you open up the trunk and then the tent attaches to it. And then you've got like now an extension. You've got a, a camper. You don't have to lay on the ground. You can lay in your car on a camping trip. And I do miss camping. Camping, what everyone makes you do when you're a kid. And you're like, can't we just go to the park? constantly tuning constantly tuning that's what a guitar is it's a well this guitar anyway uh but that's life right just constantly that's life oh that's a little i gotta you wake up every day and you're like i gotta just tweak that one and tweak this one don't you wish you could just work out two times and be done that's life you gotta do it you know a few times a week you gotta maintain your life you gotta maintain your body I worked out before. It was 1989. It was great. I haven't since. Do you guys have any other things that are on your mind? Anything that's uh, been vexing you? Or what's the coolest thing you saw lately? Did you guys see Doctor Strange's? I saw it. I did a review on it, and I thought, it's a mixed bag. Gregorio Salamanca L said, I went to Hawaii and rented mobile camper and just slept on the beach for a week. Good golly, that sounds uh, amazing. That sounds heavenly. I might just do that. I might just drive up the coast and be a... It's the coast with the most. You know what I love? So Long Island has like really nice beaches. I love the beaches on Long Island. I've been hanging out at the beaches. Uh, one in Southampton. And um, <clears throat> I'm lucky enough to know someone in Southampton. But super, super rich area. But uh, my friend, you know, they're, they're not wealthy or anything. They just happen to live in Southampton because you can. You can do it. Um, but... Uh, I love the beaches here. I remember when I was in Barcelona, everybody's like, you got to go to the beach. You got to go to the beach. You got to go to the beach. I went to the beach and I was like, it's all right. I like, you know, come from Long Island. It's it's an island and we've got tons of beaches and this is all right also. (laughs) I think it's a lot of people who are from, you know, the Midwest or something and then they end up in Barcelona. 
they're like, oh my God, the beach, the beach. And I'm like, cool. I've been to the beach my whole life as a kid on Long Island. So I'm a little spoiled. I'm a little bit, I've been exposed to nice beaches. And now I live in California and I'm exposed to nice beaches all the time. Malibu all the way up to the coast. And, uh, you know, Venice and Santa Monica, they're kind of crowded sometimes. But they're not as crowded as the Long Island beaches. Long Island beaches, you're shoulder to shoulder. You need to find a square to put your blanket down. You need to find a square. But in Los Angeles, it's great because the beach goes to Alaska. So you can find a space on the beach usually. It goes all the way up to Alaska. And all the way down to the southern tip of Chile. <laughs> uh... Penny says, I understand your reticence to being around people. I will literally not spend time in a movie theater where I live these days. COVID proved how selfish they were. Yeah, a lot of selfish people. Mostly people are selfish. Uh, people, And a lot of people are selfish, like my friend Mr. Crab. Uh, so, but a lot of people, most people are selfish. Not most people. There are a lot. There's nothing really you could do about that. Gotta be more otherish. And saw Doctor Mister Strange. I almost took away his degree. <laughs> she, she she saw Doctor Strange, and it was. She says it was okay. I, I agree. It was okay. It was a mixed bag. It had some really cool Sam Raiminess in it, like the the Sam Raimi stuff. That's like, oh, that was definitely a Sam Raimi shot. That's definitely a Sam Raimi trope. That's definitely. My favorite part might have been when Scarlet Witch gets inside that guy's head when she can't she can't beat defeat the magic shield so she just goes and she's like finds the weakest guy and then she goes run that was cool I got the chills when I saw that it's like that is so Sam Raimi the way he'd like shot it and the way it felt the way she was basically uh, doing the killer walk at the end with like the with the Ultron blood on her face with the Ultron oil. <laughs> that was cool. She was like, this is Sam Raimi up the wazoo. Um, and guys, I would like you to know, uh, recently scientists have discovered the location of the wazoo. Because we were concerned. We were Everything gets lost. It's always up the wazoo. The wazoo has been found. Now we can empty the wazoo. <laughs> The Wazoo! I bought a zoo. We bought a zoo. The tunnel chase scene, so Raimi. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. I liked, I liked the... Uh, the sun gets brighter. The sun gets dimmer. My face gets lighter. My face gets thinner. Um, I did like the Sam Raimi parts. I did like a lot the, the zombie parts. Because you're like, this is zombie! Sam Raimi is evil dead. And you guys, if you watch the show, you know that I talk to Lee sometimes, and Lee will he will talk about Sam Raimi, and also The Evil Dead 2 is my favorite horror movie of all time. It's It does everything it's supposed to do in spades. I watch that movie, and I laugh as much as I am scared. It is like the perfect combination of involuntary reactions. Laughter and, and uh, fright. 
It's just perfect. It's a perfect, scary, stupid, funny movie. Um, very funny. And and did you like that throwback to Evil Dead 2? And if you know what I'm talking about, it's the Bruce Campbell scene with his hand. That was totally straight out of Evil Dead 2. Because Bruce Campbell does that famous scene where I could not stop laughing. Where he's smashing plates because his hand becomes possessed by the evil dead and then he's fighting his hand and that takes a lot of acting he had to employ so much acting during that he had to say things and do things which is acting so he was doing that and he was like wrestling his hand and he's punching himself in the face and he was smashing plates over his own head <laughs> i could not stop laughing i was i'm 10 um you know what horror movie was actually pretty okay x it was pretty good what's x malcolm x I actually, I don't know what you're talking about. King's X? X gonna give it to you? DMX? DMV? Uh, let's see if I can play it. Can't play it. DMV. really play it on this that's a song dmv by primus they say been to hell and i'll spell it spell it dmv there's a song about the dmv ladies and gentlemen there's a song about it you can write a song about damn near anything just ask billy joel billy joel seems to write a song about damn near anything let's talk about uh, bottles of wine he's not really talking about that though Symbo- symbology Gregorio Salamanca says, I watched It's Alive, one and two for kicks. That's cool. It's Alive. I want to see those. I got, I got to check those out. And Geno says, it's all about the filmmakers. Takes place in the 70s, going on location to film an audio oh i know exactly what you're talking about i saw the preview and i thought that that was that looked really good actually and things go dramatically different um everybody knows that this is the most dramatic chord in the world it punctuates everything with dramatic panache i don't know panache i'm not french or am I? Um, Kid Cudi's in it. It was pretty good. Here's my beef with Kid Cudi. When he was the sidekick on Comedy Bang Bang, and not me, how come I was not the sidekick? This is Scott Stalkerman. Why don't you call me? I almost look like Reggie Watts. I could have replaced Reggie Watts. Why don't you call me, Scott Stalkerman? Um, Reggie Watts was the original sidekick on that show. He was very funny. Very funny. I love Reggie Watts. I saw him one side, one time outside of Fred 62. I was walking down the street. I said, oh, there go Reggie Watts. He looked at me. It was like we was looking in the mirror. And then uh, Kid Cudi was the season. Like after Reggie Watts left after like second season or so, Kid Cudi was replaced, replaced him. And then eventually Weird Al replaced Kid Cudi, which is really cool. <laughs> Weird Al, again, brought the comedy back to the show, which was great. Um, but Kid Cudi was the musical you know, band leader, if you want to call it that. But he didn't want to be goofy. 
This is my only beef with Kid Cudi. He wanted to stay, keep his image cool. He's also in Bill and Ted 3, by the way. <laughs> Dude's acting career is blowing up, playing himself. Um, Kid Cudi was in Bill and Ted 3, but he always just wants to be cool. Like, I'm cool. But if you're an actor, especially in comedy, you got to be willing to be stupid, you know? So he did. He wasn't willing to be. He's, he's never really willing to, like, be, to let himself go and be stupid. But I do want to see that movie X. Hi, Noel Dreyer 2. Noel Dreyer the second. Did you ever find your coffee cup? I don't know if you've been looking for it. Just saying. Um. Thank you. Um. <clears throat> Yeah, found it. Uh, looking all over for it. You ever, you ever go to a baseball game? hard to hold these strings down I'm a guitar player I'm like it's hard to hold the strings that's when I was on stage it's just it's just too damn hard you try holding the strings audience member it's hard I give up that's what a lot of people say when they they're like I tried to play guitar but I just couldn't hold the strings down You remove your photos from IMDb, but I see Reggie Watts' resemblance. I did. You know why? Because I think my pres- my prescription ran out. <laughs> I need to re- renew my prescription for IMDb. You have to pay for that. Oh, that's... I got to... Oh, I'm going to do that right now. Today, on today's episode, Aristotle renews his subscription to IMDb. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, I need that. That's like my business. That's my LinkedIn you know LinkedIn, where social media goes to die? Let's see. It's basically LinkedIn. I'm not legit enough. I'm not legit unless I have a IMDb. That's, you know, that's what they say. They're still there. They're just not, you know, there right now because they want your money. Who Who is Aristotle? There's Aristotle Draclelis. Producer, American Love, 2018. Oh, there's Aristotle Dreyer. Additional crew kissing Jessica Stein. That's me. <laughs> Additional crew. Uh, that's hilarious. Add to favorites. I'm going to add me to favorites. Why not? Where is my subscriptions? Where do you do subscriptions? American Hustle is on my watch list. I think I've seen it since then. Check-ins, notifications. How do I do this, guys? This is like, you know, like a 90-year-old with a, a live stream. Uh, can you guys show me how to do this? Listen, I'm not, make, I'm not ageist. I'm just saying. Maybe I don't have, I can't do this. Link accounts, pers- link, link accounts, login security. Where do I pay you? 
IMDb. Now, IMDb, does that sound does that stand for I am I am douchebag? <laughs> oh, Internet Movie Database. Oh, I got it. Let's see. Somebody remind me. <laughs> remind me to renew my prescription. Um I yeah. I gotta cancel HBO Go, HBO Max, and renew my IMDb. But uh, yeah, there's a little bit of Reggie Watts resemblance. He is, um, I believe, half South Asian and half African American, which is funny because I feel like African American is a term that only non-African Americans use. <laughs> you ever notice that? Black people go black. He's a black guy. I'm black. He's black. She was black. <laughs> black people say black. Everyone else. Says African American. <laughs> it's a kind of a funny thing I've, I've, that I've observed. African though, so when when African American became the politically correct thing to say, in order for me to describe white people, I say European American. They were European American, or maybe Australian. I don't know. I guess Australians are European Australians. Um. Yes, correct. Of course, you would know that, Penny. You are in Montana. Penny has reminded us all that Reggie Watts is from Montana, home of the Buffaloes, where the Buffalo roam, right, Montana? Oh, yeah, the CATV cord that now I watch everything on Cody. You cut the cable TV cord. You cut the table, cable TV. What's Cody? I don't know about Cody. Is Cody free? Because I'll pay for that. By the way, my show, this show, this very show that you're watching or listening to on a podcast platforms, any podcast platform like Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can listen to this on that as a podcast the next day. Yesterday's discussion was really great. So that one's up there. Listen to yesterday's discussion about, uh, you know, <clears throat> white supremacy. It's a really wholesome discussion on white supremacy. Because there's like the, the whole existential threat, I suppose. I gotta have more energy. If I have more energy, people will tune in. Let me gesticulate. Uh, there's a whole thing going on now called uh, it's hot. It's hot right now. I can't really move. Called the um, there's like this existential threat apparently going around for. It only seems to be young white dudes, white dudes, youngish white dudes shooting up the places, you know. Shooting up the places and then getting taken away in handcuffs repeatedly over and over again, which seems to be, you know, they're talking about this white genocide in America, this idea, this fiction that there is a, quote, white genocide happening here in the United States. And uh, who's killing whom here? White guy, young white guy with gun killing multiple black people. Who's killing whom? It's strange that the idea of the black male in our society is generally the thought of as the threat. When we have only seen in the last 20 years or so young white guys shooting places up like clockwork. 
every three, four months. You know? Who's the threat here? I'm wondering. Who is the perceived threat versus the actual threat? Regarding genocide, particularly. Seems... Seems like a discussion. I'm not going to trivialize that conversation with the most dramatic chord in the world. Or am I? Um, yeah. Something to think about, I guess. Something to chew on. Something to ruminate on. I find it find it I find it ironic I don't know how you find it one of my favorite lines in Hard Day's Night is when they ask uh, they ask George Harrison how did he find America on their tour you know he said how did you he says it's right past Greenland White supremacists are the enemy. I agree with that statement, especially in our society. I mean, I forgot to mention this yesterday, and I'll probably just drop this bomb and walk out. I'll just drop the mic after this. (laughs) What is the end game? That was the title of yesterday's show. What is the end game for white supremacists? Because it seems seems like a lot of work to either kill or eliminate all non-white people. A lot of work. Is that the end game? Is the end game to have an entirely only white country? Is that the is that the goal? Because here's another thing. Uh, first of all, uh, like I could, I probably wouldn't be able to tolerate the rap, but also. I wouldn't be invited also, <laughs> but, uh, I find it, I find it interesting because if there's an entirely white country, right, this is what happens in that situation. You find another scapegoat, you find a new one. Now it's going to be only blonde white people. <laughs> it's a slippery slope. It, one thing leads to another. Everybody needs a scapegoat. Um, and for the earth, it's black people. Uh, the Earth's scapegoat. Everybody needs a scapegoat. And listen, when you get your entirely white country in your fantasy and you're living there, you're going to find another group of people to shoot up. So, seems like an endless battle. Why don't we figure this out and uh, and take Rodney King's advice and get along? Seems Seems more tenable to actually work things out and live in harmony 
than to try to like constantly eliminate random scapegoats. And people of color, they see it's easy. Say, oh, that person is my scapegoat because I can identify them easily visually. So that must be, oh, they're different. I must kill them or whatever. So I find I find all that highly disgusting. You're going to find another scapegoat. You'll never be done. The goal is a losing battle. I agree. There is no goal. It's it's there's something deeper going on when someone shoots up uh a supermarket. You know, just something deeper going on. It's just they are disturbed individuals. Yeah, but you know, this is another thing about the narrative. It's like, oh, this poor young white guy was a he was very disturbed. He he needed mental health. The guy, poor kid, probably grew up needing mental health. And then like if someone is brown and shoots up a store. Terrorist! They were a terrorist. It was a terrorist attack. They were terrorizing. They're evil terrorist. Inhuman terrorist. You know. White guy shoots up a place. Oh, they need some mental health. Clearly there's something. They need uh, attention. You know what I'm saying? Why can't it just be terrorists shooting? Terrorist shooting. Hate crime. You know, I don't know. People don't... It's perceptions and stuff. It's inceptions and stuff. Blah! Well. It's very sobering. It's a very somber subject. And, uh, solemn also. I was trying to think of S words. Um, I like alliteration. Domestic terrorism, indeed. What are you going to do? What are you, how are you going to... How do you figure this, guys? How do you figure this? How are you going to do this? What is the end game? What is the goal? There is none. Clearly, these are folks who lack foresight. And also, sadly, we all lack John Forsyth. Is that his name or William? I don't know. Uh, that's all I got for today. I think. Unless, unless Will comes in. Is this Will shows up usually when I'm walking out the door and says, Hey, thought-provoking topic. Let's talk for the next hour and a half again. Um, we love Is This Will. He's a contributor to the show. Got to go back and watch your call to the racist, but uh, first watching Z-Way. What is Z-Way? I would like to know these things. Drop these in the... Uh, drop your movie recommendations. In the Discord, if you have some, and I will get to watching them because I've got uh, I got some time to watch movies. Um, 
<clears throat> yeah. I'm melting right now. Uh, I seem like low energy Jeb right now, but I'm just melting. I'm just melting. It's very warm down here. And I can't turn the air conditioning on when I'm talking into a mic because you just hear this. <laughs> so, sound. Um, any, any requests before I go? There's a... How's it go? Trying to remember a song right now. Z-I-W-E is a riotously funny new variety series from writer, comedian, and internet sensation. Well, I'll check it out. I like. I prefer funny riots, laugh riots. Those are the ones I partake in. I just like to smash a comedy joke through a laugh riot window. That's my favorite kind of riot. It's very peaceful and hilarious. riffing just riffing on whatever my hands decide to do oh this is you know what makes this song great it's in 21 21 the song is in 21 beats Count them. Ready? Oh, sorry, let me start again. <laughs> 21. And that's what everybody likes to hear. Uh, someone talking about time signatures. And that's my sign-off. That's my signature. I'll give you a odd time signature when I sign off. Well, that's odd, isn't it? All right. I, as much as I would like to hang out with y'all folks all day, I got to go. I got to go. Probably drink some water and eat some food. I got to do that like every day. I worked out once in 1989 and also I've been eating every day since. What a waste. Wasted time and money. <laughs> Just put me inside the computer. See you tomorrow, everybody. I'm kind of inside the computer already. I, I figure this daily log of life will exist until the ones and zeros dissipate. So, hey, future person who may or may not be watching this replay. Hi. Hello from May 17th, 2022. Bye, guys.